Hey ladies, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sis. How are y'all doing? Um, it's getting cold outside y'all and I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I hate it actually. I am not a winter person. I don't like winter. I don't like cold. I don't like none of that. Um, but a couple days ago I was going through uh, me and my husband's closet and picking out like all of our old sweaters and winter clothes and all that stuff and things that we don't wear we can't fit anymore and um donating them to the the goodwill um we have one like right down the street from where we stay it's pretty nice they have a lot of nice stuff in there um but anyways go i would suggest do that if you haven't already um, go through your closet, pick out all the old clothes, all the stuff you haven't worn. My rule is if I haven't worn it in six months, it has to go. Because uh, if I if I haven't worn it in six months, I'm not going to ever wear it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I went through and just donated those things. And, you know, donated to somebody who don't have. You know, this is the, the time for giving. I mean, every season is the season for giving. Don't let just... Christmas be the season that you give. We are supposed to give every season. Um, that's what God wants from us, especially our, he wants our first 10%. So make sure you give out of love. Don't give to receive things back. Give just to give. You know, I've always said I wanted God to bless me and my husband in a way where not only are we blessed, but where we can be a blessings to other. And that doesn't always necessarily mean money. Sometimes that means wisdom. Sometimes that means time, you know, just things like that. You just never know what those things can add up to. So give. <laughs> but um, anyways, ladies, I I um, was doing a little Bible studying this week and I was reading over uh, the book of Acts. Um, Acts chapter 10, to be exact. And I was reading the story of uh, Peter. Uh, Cornelius calls for Peter was the um, story I was reading. And um, I read um, chapter 10, verse 1 through 48. And um, there was a part in this a chapter that spoke out to me it was verse 15 um I was also listening to Pastor Sarah Jake Roberts um in her sermon on rise slay and eat um it's a sermon from I think about a couple months ago and um it really spoke out to me as well and I really want to base this uh podcast on um, Acts, on the book of Acts. So uh, basically what was going on um, was that Peter had got a vision from God and God opened up heaven to him and Peter seen a bunch of animals. And... um, Before, well, before I even get in, before we even get into that, uh, Peter was praying, I believe. Um, and it was like in the middle of the afternoon and he got very hungry. And so once he had got hungry, 
um, he, God had opened up heaven and gave him a vision. And it was a bunch of animals, a bunch of reptiles. Um, they, the Bible says, uh, four-footed animals, as well as reptiles and birds. And God had spoke to Peter and said, get up, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter was kind of taken back. And he told God that I can't eat that. It's not clean. It's against my culture. I can't eat those types of animals. Now, I don't know what all the animals were other than the reptiles, um, the other four-footed animals. I don't know. It could have been pigs, elephants, horses. Who knows? <laughs> it was it was animals that Peter could not eat. And so uh, God had responded to Peter and said, uh, which is, this is verse 15, the voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. And I want to focus on this part. Wow. Sorry, y'all. That's my, uh, <laughs> that's my dishwasher. Just got done dishwasher. So, <laughs> or was that the rice cooker? I don't know. It was one of those. Anyways, sorry. Got distracted. Um, the, the devil is alive. Anyways. Um, so I want to focus on verse 15. Um, when God responded and said, don't call anything impure that God has made clean. Um, first off, I want to say that while going through this feminine journey, um, I do a lot of reflecting and a lot of that reflecting was in parts of my life where I did not know God. I didn't understand God. I didn't know the benefits of praising God. I didn't know the benefits of talking to God or the benefits of following God's word. And so I did a lot of sinful things. I did a lot of things that I'm not proud of. I did things that I cringe at. And sometimes I just feel like, well, why the heck am I trying to promote God and get closer to God when I've done all, when I've, I, in my perspective, I feel like I've done so bad. I disobeyed God. I didn't listen to him when he was clearly speaking to me. You know, why, why I've done too much. That's where my head was at. Um, the thing is, is that, and I'm still at that stage a little bit, not really, but to, with all transparency, I'm still like, well, who am I to teach the word of God when I don't even read the Bible as frequently? I don't, I've never went to pastoral school. I've never, you know, spoken in front of a crowd about God. I've never done teachings on, you know, Christianity or things like that. I'm definitely not following all of the Christianity rules, even of now. But then I realized, you know, I'm telling my story as God transformed me. And I feel like this is the most genuine part of being a Christian. This is the most truthful part of being a Christian. 
I really dislike it when people go out and they try to make it seem like, oh, I'm just so perfect now. I don't do anything sinful. I don't drink. I don't cuss. I don't smoke. I don't do nothing. I don't still have sex out of um, marriage. I'm, you know, you know, whatever. I still don't do the things that I like to do or whatever, you know, when truth be told behind closed doors, they do. There is no closed doors with God. (laughs) Okay. God sees everything. Humans don't. So I like to be tell my story now. I'm telling my story now because I'm in the core. I'm in the I'm really in the dirt right now. God is genuinely transforming me right now as y'all see the transformation happening. And who knows how long the transformation will have. I feel like transformation into Christianity um, takes a lifetime because nobody can ever reach the top, top, top potential of transform. I definitely don't want to be that way because that means I have no more, nothing else to learn. And I've always been that girl to want to learn from other people. It feels... I, well, let me not say that. I've never, I have not always been the girl who has wanted to learn because I had a problem with discipline. I had a problem with authority. But as I'm getting older, I'm starting to be more open to learning. I'm starting to be more open to changing because I quickly learned that if I'm close-minded to things, I'm going to forever be a hermit. Like I'm forever going to be a crab in a bucket. And I don't want to be that. So that's why I say I'm telling my story as God transformed me. That's why I want to tell my story as God transformed me, because I want y'all to feel what I'm feeling. I want y'all to see what I'm seeing. And I want the ladies out there to know who is trying to better them, better their life through uh, being feminine, that this ain't a cake walk. (laughs) You have to get down get dirty and do the work so anyways back to the subject well I guess that was kind of part of it but back to Acts uh 10 and 15 so Peter's like God I can't eat this stuff like this is not how I was raised this is not what I was taught this is not it but God is like are you serious whatever I make pure is pure okay so Um, for me, I took this as you repent and move on. Um, a lot of people say you forgive and forget and things like that. But I say it's good to remember where you were once was because it's a constant reminder that you should not go back. It's a constant reminder that Um, You've been transformed and it's a constant reminder that you are you've gotten closer to God than where you were. Um, For me personally, even now, I'm not the I'm, I'm not the poster child for Christianity. I'm not. I wasn't then. I'm not now. And sometimes I be feeling like not ashamed well yeah I guess ashamed you know a lot of people don't know who I am now um but I've also been told that there has been a visible an obvious change in me from the way I talk 
to the way I interact, to the way I dress, to everything. But there are people who still know me as where I was last year or where I was two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, whatever. They don't know me now. And so sometimes I get afraid to go out to the public because I don't want anybody to bring me back to where I was back then because I didn't like myself back then. And um, God is in the process of making me clean. It does not, there's no um, times table on how long the process is going to take. Only God knows. So this verse, don't call anything impure that God has made clean. I'm pushing that out to those people who are seeing me as the old Rika, who is not pure. And I'm putting that in my mind and saying, I'm not going to let you tell me who I am because that's not who I am. That's who I was. I'm not going to let you make me feel like I have to be a crab in a bucket. I'm not going to let you pull me all the way back to ground zero when I'm on level 100. Um, wow, that just that I had a little bit of a conviction there because... As a lot of you know, or if you don't know, I journal for years. At least I have 10 years of worth of journals that I still keep. I don't read them as often because a lot of those journal entries are from sadness, anger, depression, mental status, very bad mental status. And it brings me back to that place but I like to remember them because I see God working this I keep it because it's evidence that God is working and um it's evidence that God is washing me he's washing me he's keeping me close the people who I have in my life right now, from my friends to the selective family members that I decide to keep in my life, it's evidence. I am evidence. That's powerful right there. That I'm evidence. And I feel like for the ladies out there who are trying to transform their life and who's in the dirt with me right now, where you were, a couple months ago is evidence of how much you've changed rather now it can always either be good evidence or bad evidence maybe you're worse maybe you're better but that's why they say you reap what you sow and you tied you know a lot of times people think tithing is just money no tithing is that first 10 percent It's that seed that you put in the ground to grow. You either grow a good seed or a bad seed. Um, I grew a lot of bad seeds. 
(laughs) And so I had to cut those plants off and replace them with new seeds. Um, I feel that sometimes when, um, when we're trying to move forward, it's hard for us to do that, especially in our feminine energy. Um, and y'all know I'm all about the feminine energy. Um, I feel like this soft part of me has helped me become more graceful. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It's helped me become more graceful to not only myself, but to God, my husband, the people around me. I'm more gentle. I'm slower to anger. At least I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm a heck of a lot better than I was. That's for sure. I'm more patient with not only myself, but the people around me. I'm more understanding. I am less judgmental. I, um, it's just a lot of benefits. I put this seed in the ground to grow um, for this specific reason, for me to become this woman that I've always wanted to be. Um, when you are in that process of getting cleaned, right? You're in that process of um, telling your story as God is transforming you. You never know what it's doing for anybody else. That's why I'm so open on this podcast. That's why I'm so open with telling people my story. Yes, I was addicted to uh, lesbian pornography. Um, Yes, I um, lied before. Yes, I've stolen before. Yes, I've been jealous of other women before. Yes, I've hated before. Yes, I smoked weed. Yes, I used to drink so I get drunk. Yes, I used to play with people's emotions and feelings. Yes, I was a manipulator. Yes, I've cheated. And um, never cheated on my husband. Now, let's put that out there. This was before my husband. Oh, this was before my husband, y'all. Just putting that out there. Um, yeah, I used to play around. I didn't value myself. I... um. I wasn't a good sister. I wasn't a good daughter. I wasn't a good friend. Um, I was selfish. I only cared for numero uno, me. I put all that out there comfortably because I have moved on from that. And it's the perfect timing. Um, Though I don't deal with a lot of those things anymore I sometimes deal with the tail end of some of those things um I just because of all that I felt like I was unclean I felt like and I struggled with this part a lot I felt like all the things that I've done no man would want me no man would really want to take me serious. And I've, and I haven't done really super bad things, y'all. I was just a young girl living a single life, dating around, doing what I wanted to do. It wasn't like I was out here just like wilding or some shit. Like, no, I was just being young, doing what I wanted to do. And I was 
try to force myself to be submissive to a situationship. And because of that specific situationship, I was always told, you know, I would never be faithful to you. I was always told um, I wouldn't, I'm not ready for marriage. Or I was told, you know, I accepted you even when I knew you slept with uh, this person or that person or whatever. And made me feel like I wasn't worth or made me feel like I couldn't do better than what I was doing. When it comes to find out, I actually could. <laughs> um, the situation wasn't complimenting me. It was not complimenting me. I wasn't complimenting him. It just wasn't good. And um, it took something that really broke my heart to like move on. And look at myself and be like, what the hell are you doing, girl? And that's when I started to, my mind, the chemicals in my brain started to like rewire themselves and be like, girl, what the, <laughs> what are you on right now? Do you see what this dude's doing to you? Do you see what he's saying to you and you sticking by this man's side? So in that situation, it made me feel unpure. And so in my mind, I've always, I had always had what he would say to me become my identity when he really didn't know his own identity. I let somebody who did not know who they were tell me who I was by their rules, by how they seemed fit. And yeah, I just, I, I, I had that thought in my mind, like, dang, like, and this guy was very known in my city he was very known so a lot of people knew about him and I feel like he would probably he would like spread words false accusations as well about me to hinder me being with somebody better than him and um that came across to guys who I was interested in and they looked at me like oh shit I don't want to mess with her like you know what I'm saying she did this she did that when truth be told a lot of the my side of the story was never told but whatever that really don't matter anymore um but when you are when you're on this feminine journey and you're trying to be better and you're trying to learn yourself and and all those things it could be tough it could be tough it could be tough um because you sometimes don't want to be honest with yourself you have to look yourself in the mirror and confess to God all the things that you've done that you knew wasn't right. And girl, I did that and I cried because I'm just like, I am disgusted with myself. Like, how could I let myself get so low? And you don't realize how low you are until it's too late, quote unquote. Um... Yeah, I, I didn't see myself as valuable. I used to call myself damaged goods. I just, I, I didn't. I didn't. I've, I've always had this submissive spirit in me. I just didn't know how to utilize it well. I didn't know who to be submissive to and who to not, who to give this gift to and who not to give it to. And so by me constantly giving, 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 I was wearing myself down and I was giving to the wrong people and the wrong people was making me feel like I wasn't giving enough 
or I wasn't doing enough. I should be giving more when I felt like I was giving to the max. Um, I felt like pressure giving sometimes. When you are a woman who is naturally a submissive person, who naturally wants to love and have a genuine relationship, you give your all when you think you've met this person. You give your all. Rather, that's in a friendship, relationship, sisterhood, whatever. You give your all. But when you give to the wrong person, they're going to make you feel like you got to keep giving and keep giving and keep giving and keep giving and giving the way how they want, how they see fit. And that feminine energy sometimes in a masculine, masculine energy because you get fed up. You get angry with yourself. You get angry with them. Like you get angry with yourself first by asking, what am I not doing right? You get weary because now you're like, oh, well, okay, maybe I should do this and, you know, that'll fix it. Maybe I should do that and that'll fix it. You, you do things that you've never done. You go above and beyond. And when you go above and beyond, they make you feel like what you did was like a pencil shaving. It was nothing. Um, back to um, calling anything impure that God has made clean. Refer that to yourself. I refer to myself. I feel like I'm doing God a great dishonor by giving self-doubt. God cleaned self-doubt out of me a long time ago. But yet my mind still feels like I'm not worthy in some things. My mind still makes me feel like I'm not smart enough for some things or I'm not strong enough for some things or I'm not, um, I'm just not worthy enough. And um, and I have to truly, I have to truly, truly, truly remind myself and think more deeper than the surface of how I'm doing God uh, injustice by thinking that low of myself because that's not who God made me to be. Um, even when it comes to when I slip up and I get angry and I curse at my husband or I um, yell. And I, I'm in this is a transparent podcast. I'm working on those things. It's not bad. It's not I'm not calling him bitch ass niggas or nothing like that. Hell no. I'm not doing none of that. He would never. I would never. Yeah, no. But I yell sometimes when I get frustrated and um I beat myself up after that because I'm like, damn it, Marika, this is your husband. This is not your boyfriend. This is not some dude you just messing around with. This is your husband. You cannot you cannot react like that. You can't do that. And so I beat myself up and I really get frustrated with myself because I'll be like, damn, like I came a long way and I'm here I am back to it. Though I haven't done it in a long time, you know, it made me feel like I didn't progress. But I'm doing God a disjustice by doing that. And that's what comes with being graceful with yourself and being patient with yourself and those are all the seeds of being feminine those are all the benefits the growth the fruit of being feminine god gave us this gift as women to be feminine and um just as god continues to forgive us we have to continue to forgive ourselves we have to continue to forgive others as well and um yeah, so when it comes to those that type of scenario, I, I beat myself up and I'm just be like, dang it, that was my 
unpure self, my impure self. I can't be doing impure things being a clean woman. And so I beat myself up so bad and I have to remember that I am God is God is um I'm in my transforming stage which is the most ugliest stage <laughs> ugly dirty <laughs> it's 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 the work it's the stage of the work the first stage is confessing it God I need help God I'm not clean I need you to wash me in your blood. I need you to save me. I need you to put me in your hands. Put me in covenant. Put me in community with people who are of you and people who have the same vision. Put me in the room with women who I want to be. Put me in the room with love, peace, honor, feminine, grace, all that stuff. Confessing it. That's step one. Step two, that's the transformation part. That's the part that you struggle with. (laughs) That's the part of not wanting to call somebody a a B-word because they cut me off on the highway. That's the part that lasts the longest. When you've always been raised and taught and brought up in a certain way, that's all you remember, that's all you know is to be that way. So that's where I'm at right now. I don't know if I'm at the still at the beginning stages or the end stages because there's still a lot of life that I have to live. There's still a lot of chapters in my life that I have to, you know, go through. And um, all I know is I'm, I'm not scared anymore, which is scary to say because I don't know what God going to throw at me. <laughs> but I'm not scared anymore. I'm trusting God and that's not easy to do. Let's be real. If I don't see it, I'm not trusting it. If I don't know what's happening next, I'm not trusting it. So I'm in this scary part of my life of the transforming part for the cleaning process. This is a scary part right now. Um... It's so crazy how life works. It's so crazy. Um, as God is transforming me, you know, a lot of people would would think not to expose this part. Um, but I'm exposing it. Because there are ladies out there who are going through this transforming part in life and um, they're nervous to share or they feel like they're alone. They feel like they are not normal because they've had certain feelings and emotions and stuff like that. They feel like it's embarrassing. I mean, it is. It's embarrassing. We're humans. It's embarrassing for sure. But I come to realize that's the way of gaining real friendship. That's the way of gaining real relationship is being that open, honest, and transparent with other people. I've noticed the more transparent, the more open I've been, the more people, the more genuine people that are, are attracted to me and I'm attracted to them. And it's, it's so amazing to have godly community, especially as a black woman, a young black woman at that 
to gain friends that you never thought you would even like see yourself being around, you know, from all stages of life that they're in. I love it. It's the diversity in my friend group that I am so happy about. Um, getting in that godly community, getting with like-minded people, getting with people who, women who desire to be feminine, women who desire to be married and have good relationships, women who desire to um, have a good mental status, women who desire for success, who desire the love of God first and foremost. It's a beautiful thing and it's comfortable, it's warm, it's cozy, it's, it's, that it's that it's her it's just like I don't have to put up a front (laughs) you're going through your transformation stage me too sis me too it feels good to um communicate about that you know this is a really good time in my life right now and I'm so happy that I'm learning to live in the moment because a lot of the times I'm somebody who likes to prepare for the future. I like to get things done ASAP. I don't want to hear no excuses. I'm too worried about the future. I'm too worried about the future. I was always too worried about the future. I never, ever actually lived in the moment. And I'm learning to do that because life is passing us by these are the moments that you prayed for. Remember that seed you sowed? You, you can take it all the way back from when you used to go to children's church. And you prayed for a good life. This is the fruit of that good life that you're living in right now, sis. Enjoy it. Live in it. Be appreciative. Thank God for it. We're so always get up, hustle. Get up, do this. Get up, do that. It's, you got to thank God for where you at right now because things could be a hell of a lot worse your life could went way left a long time ago but because a seed was sown for you to live this life that you're living right now enjoy these moments don't be I, I, I've definitely been practicing living in the moment waking up and just truly living in the day like I'm always so goal driven I'm always so step by step driven I'm always so I need to get things done ASAP driven that I forget to thank God for this breath that I'm having right now the fact that I was able to give it up by myself I get dressed by myself I can bathe myself I my life right now is great I'm about to be done getting my degree I'm just excited like I'm not living in those moments and I'm and I have started um Peter Peter turned his nose up at the animals that God presented for him to to kill and eat and um we do that in life we turn our nose up at things that we 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 pray for things and we expect it to just drop but that's not how God works God gives us tools to get to what we prayed for and I was that girl I wanted to become a nurse I want to become an RN right 
So I told God, God, I, put me on the path to become a, the best nurse that I can be. I want to do this with my nursing degree. I want to do that with my nursing degree. And God was like, okay, go to CNA school. Turned my nose up at it like, God, what? I, <laughs> I've never attended CNA school. I've done medical assisting, yes. But I was like, CNA? CNA? God, what? And then God said, don't call anything impure that I have made clean. Okay, God. (laughs) I went to CNA school, did my CNA, and wow, the foundations of nursing starts there. People forget that nursing is about patient care. It's not about looking cute with your Starbucks and your figs and taking pictures with your fancy stethoscope and blah, blah, blah. No, nursing is about that patient care cleaning that patient helping them in the shower so they can have a good night's rest feeding them so they won't be hungry because they don't know how to pick up a spoon and put it in their mouth themselves brushing their hair doing those basic things I planted a seed for me to become an amazing nurse that nurse that I prayed for before I started this nursing program so I look at it that way and even with any with any job that you want to be, you want to be a CEO, be an assistant. Get the coffee, do the paperwork, run the errands. Do those foundational things. That's what let's let's let, let's let this week be about that. The fi- foundation, the foundational things. Learn to be a servant before you become a queen. Don't let that go over your head. Learn to be a servant before you become a queen. And I want you, and while you're being that servant, I want you to remember the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 15. Don't call anything impure that God has made clean. That is going to wrap it up for today's podcast, ladies. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for all the listeners. I'm so grateful for all the positive feedback. Um, Thank you all so much for supporting me. Um, Let's Talk Sis is something that I've been um, nurturing for years. And um, I know right now my posting is not consistent. And that's only because, you know, school is just really crazy but I'm getting ready to graduate and I'll be definitely more consistent in my posting just stay with me give me until April y'all just give me until April I promise you y'all are going to be getting podcasts weekly um until then thank you ladies so much for being encouragers I've gotten so much good feedback from you ladies I've gotten so much love I just I love it I love it and I'm you know this is why I make the podcast for you know godly women women who want to be of god women who want to be feminine women who um strive to be their better self um this is why i make it please share 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 ladies i want this podcast to reach billions of ladies out there there are so many young girls out there who don't know that this podcast exists who don't know how transparent and open this podcast is i really would love for this to reach every single lady out there because if i had this podcast when i was growing up i definitely would have missed a lot of the mistakes that i made 
So, but um, anyways, ladies, thank you so much. Love you all. Until next time, have a great day.